think this is the right place. I mean, I said it was supposed to be a speakeasy, but I don't know about this place. Password. Juniper, Jin, in June. Alright, come on. Whoa! This is even cooler than I imagined! Salutations, listeners! This is Dr. Jazz, Nathan Holloway, with the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Thanks for listening. Today we are here inside the virtual speakeasy. And inside the virtual speakeasy, anything can happen. In fact, we have a guest who's going to be on the podcast with us today. But first, we want to thank the Voodoo Saints out of Tuscaloosa, Alabama for our intro music. And we want to ask our special guest, hey, what do you think about the Voodoo Saints there and what you're hearing? And that knocked me out, you know. (laughs) Oh, I agree. They're pretty good, aren't they? Uh, I agree with you. Well, why don't you introduce yourself to our audience? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Mr. Armstrong, and we're going to swing one of the good old good ones for you. Okay, okay. But before we do that, let's go ahead and, and let it be known. We are here in the virtual speakeasy with none other than Louis Armstrong. So why don't we start out with one of your records, Louis? Let's start out this podcast uh, with A Song Was Born by Louis Armstrong. Jackson, what's that you're playing, Pops? Well, you know, it's very interesting how a song is born. Can't you kind of jazz it up a little? They took the tune and the words right from the mockingbirds. And that's how a song was born. And then a soft evening breeze hummed through the willow trees. And that's how a song was born. A tingling rain from the sky Became a lullaby And the blues must have come From a side, from a side When two hearts beat in time Old bluebells began to chime And that's how a song was born That's a good deal, Jackson I guess our jazz was born They took a great jungle beat Brought it to Basin Street That's how jazz was born And then someone played a whale All up and down the scale And that's how jazz was born They simply played what they liked As long as it would fit If it just had a beat That was it And then a horn gave a scream they took it as a thing, and that's how life was 
some high notes there louis louis stepped and he's in the back over there what'd you think about that louis yeah, <laughs> all right well so that was uh, none other than our special guest today louis armstrong in the virtual speakeasy where the song is born up next is one of the earlier band leaders out of kansas city um named benny moten uh, of that, if you've ever heard Moten Swing, it's Benny Moten. And this was a song uh, called Loose Like a Goose. Now, Benny Moten's band eventually became the Count Basie band after Benny Moten passed away. Uh, but yeah, there was a young piano player in the band called Bill Basie. And uh, Bill Basie became the Count Basie. But this is a great track, and it's called Loose Like a Goose. Thank you. 
Oh yeah, some great, great swinging stuff right there. Loose like a goose. Well, up next we have one of uh, Louis' great friends, Bix Beiderbeck, coming up with um, Singing the Blues, a song that he was well known for, featuring Frankie Trumbauer on the C melody saxophone. And this is one of the greatest solos in jazz. Let him boot it on out there. Come on, Bix. Such a great track, such a great solo. Bix Beiderbeck, Frankie Trumbauer singing the blues. And, you know, there's a lot of folks that they may be hip to, you know, some of the earlier stuff, but they just don't know about Bix. I mean, Leon Bix Beiderbeck, he one of the one of the great, great, great stars of, of early jazz, and sadly passed way too soon at the age of 28. 
due to alcoholism and stuff, you know. It's he, he's kind of like um, the Kurt Cobains or the you know the Jimi Hendrix, or the Janis Joplin's and stuff like that, you know. But back in the in, in his day, you know, he was like 28, so almost part of that 27 club. But anyway, moving on. Um, We've got one up next by Jelly Roll Morton uh, called The Crave. And it's got some of that Spanish tins that we've mentioned before. So I hope you enjoy it. Jelly Roll Morton, The Crave. Jelly Roll Morton, The Crave. That's got such a great kind of habanera thing going on. And, you know, um, Jelly Roll, 
as I've mentioned before, he's kind of an infamous character. You know, he was first, he was, he was kind of the first gangster, if you think about it, because, I mean, this guy had like a diamond, you know, studded in, inside of his front tooth, you know, always wore, you know, very, very, very high fashion clothes. I mean, he was in the day. I don't think he even wore the same thing twice. He had trunks of clothes delivered wherever he moved to, and, I mean... The guy was like a jack of all trades, you know, and I mean, um, he, <laughs> Louis, you know, let, let's get your take on this. You know, Louis, he said he even taught you a couple of things or two. He didn't teach me shit. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, he said he invented jazz. Bullshit. Well, okay. Let's, dig- let, let's move on. Let's move on. Up next, we've got the Benny Goodman Quartet with Benny Goodman on clarinet. Gene Krupa on the drums, Teddy Wilson on the piano, and Mr. Lionel Hampton on the vibraphone and vocals. And this one is called Vibraphone Blues.
awesome job there. What a great record. It's one of my first instances in which I heard Lionel Hampton sing. And, you know, even though it was the big band era when they when they did their thing, that was pretty daring. You know, Benny was a daring guy. He was one of the first to really integrate bands, blacks and whites, into the same band. You know, he had Teddy Wilson on piano. He had um, Lionel Hampton on, on vibraphone. But what's even more remarkable is that he would take trios like Teddy Wilson, Gene Krupa, and himself, and then later he added Lionel Hampton to the vibraphone to make it a quartet, and eventually he would add Charlie Christian and make it a, a, a jazz sextet and things like that, you know, and Charlie Christian was the first electric guitar player at jazz and things like that, but, you know, to be integrated and just say, no, this is the way we're doing it, that's awesome, and that's one of their, their finest tracks, Vibraphone Blues. Well, up next, we've got uh, some gypsy jazz for you, and it's by none other than the wonderful Oscar Alamon with Duke Ellington's Digga Digga Doo. (laughs) 
All right. That was Oscar Alamon with Digga Digga Do. And I, I said that, you know, occasionally I want to feature like a new group and some of the great things that they're doing to keep, you know, this wonderful music alive. And uh, up next, I've got Tishomingo Blues, which is an old classic blues song performed by one of the uh, up-and-coming, if not already arrived, uh, groups out of New Orleans. They perform on Royal Street down there in New Orleans. And uh, my buddy Chris Johnson was in, in this group for a little while. And this is... Tishomingo Blues by none other than the Smoking Time Jazz Club. Hope you enjoy it.
Hell yeah. What do you think about that, Louie? Ah, beautiful shit, man. <laughs> All right, that's Smoking Time Jazz Club with John Joyce on the bass, Peter Loggins on the washboard, Sean Clark on drums, my old buddy Chris Sleepy Time Johnson on the saxophone and vocals on that track. Killer vocals. Blue Beverage on the banjo. Chad Mo Moore on a clarinet. Colin Myers on the trombone. And the mighty fine Jack Fine on the cornet. And uh, up next, we've got um, Sidney Bechet, who you know very well, Louie. And. Uh, Wait. You're now about to hear some of the finest incidents that'll take you way back. Okay, and it's Sidney Bechet's Petit Fleur.
Gotta love Sidney Bechet, man. You know, I have a theory, you know, that Sidney Bechet is the absolute perfect catalyst for the whole improvement of jazz in, in many spots. Because, you know, not only was, you know, he, he one of the first that really, you know, brought the music into an art form. You know, Sidney truly was a genius, you know, uh, but he changed... Uh, the course uh, uh, of just making it a novelty music, much like you, Louis, yeah, that um, really made it an art form. But on top of that, he was also one of the first ones to teach a young saxophone player named Johnny Hodges how to scoop those notes like you just heard in Petit Fleur. And, you know, we all know Johnny Hodges and the Duke Ellington Orchestra, you know, identifiable in an instant because he's got those creamy, buttery, scooping beautiful notes and that wouldn't have happened unless Sidney Bechet was in, in the band and kind of took him under his wing second part you know Sidney he he uh he was always one for a challenge a head cutting contest a duel whatever you want to call it and uh this young hot shot you know thought that he was all that and uh he said well I challenge you Bechet I challenge you to a head cutting contest and Sidney Bechet said all right so Anyway, incidentally, the uh, the young up and coming hotshot was Coleman Hawkins, and uh, Sidney cut his head so bad he he had to, he didn't even take his horn apart in the case. He just walked out. But no, 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 Sidney wouldn't have that. You know, Sidney walked out of the club, following him down the street, playing his horn behind his ear, and it made Coleman Hawkins shed his music so hard that the next time you heard Coleman Hawkins he was a changed player man and he came out with body and soul after that which absolutely changed the whole vocabulary of 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 jazz improvisation so we can honestly go back to that instance and say that there would be possibly no bebop if it wasn't for Sidney Bechet having that instance with Coleman Hawkins which eventually led to, you know, the the, the beboppers listening to, to, to Hawkins. Lastly, there was this up-and-coming record label uh, run by Alfred Lyon. And they were about to tank, man. I mean, go under. They were they were bankrupt. And anyway, they recorded this. this, this they were in the business of recording, you know, musicians who quote-unquote had lost their luster and Sidney Bechet was signed to this record label and he recorded Summertime which we heard uh, a couple podcasts ago with a beautiful blues guitar and that record took off so hot it was able to float the record company to keep on going and not fold under and that record company was none other than Blue Note Records with Alfred Lyon so Without Blue Note Records, keep that in mind, there'd be no Art Blakey's, Herbie Hancock's Maiden Voyage, Joe Henderson, Horace Silver, Freddie Hubbard's, you name it. So, we can honestly thank Sidney for Blue Note. And now, Louis, don't you have a story about Sidney Bechet? You know, so this night, uh, Bechet was on the same bill. I think it was a South player. You know, he just played bass head sheep. He said, you going out there for a wheel to save Charlie Parker for last. And man, when Beche and Hot Lips played got through it, Muskrat rambled. God damn. Deloney was standing, so surprised. 
in the wings there, man, with eyes big as saucers. The audience just standing up, brrr, applauding for them cat to play that muscle at Ramble. And they broke it up so much till Bechet had to go in the wings and uh, lead Charlie Parker out on the stage and ask the folks to listen to him. <laughs> Great story, Louis. Great story. All right, let's get back to the music. Up next is uh, a little-known tune, but I love this tune, and it's just got such a, a bounce and flavor to it. I want to share it with you. It's Johnny Long and his orchestra with In a Shanty in Old Shanty Town. Enjoy.
Good stuff. Good stuff. Johnny Long and his orchestra in a shanty in old shantytown. <laughs> Gotta love it, man. All right, moving on, moving on. Up next is a track by Erskine Hawkins. And for those of you who don't know who Erskine Hawkins is, he is a trumpet player from the great state of Alabama. And he is most famous for having penned Tuxedo Junction, which was made famous by the Glenn Miller Orchestra. But this is Erskine Hawkins and his orchestra with a tune called Big Wig in the Wigwam. Erskine Hawkins, Big Wig in the Wigwam. All right, we're running close to time, so I'm just going to keep on moving through. This next one is Jive by none other than Cab Calloway and his orchestra. <laughs> It's the craze to play your jive To be hip, you gotta study hard to get it from your hip to dictionary jive And you hip, you're a killer jive Don't you slip, you're a dilla jive Don't you quit, 
it. It's a thriller when you dig your jive with all the cats in town. Now throw your slide to give his one to use it live. Beef to the stud on your ride. He thinks he's hip, but ain't his jive is out of date. Hip him so he can get mellow. Jive, study jive. It's the race drive to play jive. It's the grave to play your jive. To be hip, beat your chops and lay your jive, and you'll be hip. and be hip, tell you what you got to do. You got to turn right over on the other side. Cab Calloway, Jive, page one of the Hepster's Dictionary. Well, we've got one last track here. Um, we're going to book in it by uh, featuring our guest here on the podcast, Louis Armstrong. This is the Dr. Jazz Podcast. I am Dr. Jazz, Nathan Holloway. And this is a song in which Louis collaborated with Duke Ellington. And it's on a tune called Sea Jam Blues. But it's got vocals and words uh, called Duke's Place. Let's hear it. Baby, take me down to Duke's place Wireless boxing down is Duke's place Love that piano sound in Duke's place Saxes do their tricks in Duke's place Fellas swing their chicks in Duke's place Come on Get your kicks in Duke's place. Take it, Duke. Mm-hmm. 
face Take your tootsies into Duke's place Life is in the swim in Duke's place Duke, Duke Ellington, and our special guest here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast, Louis Armstrong. I want to thank you for being here and the virtual speakeasy with me for episode three of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. 
uh, I just want to say, you know, thank you for your music and everything you've done for for us listeners and, and jazz lovers. And like a cat, you know, feel awful good. Well, you make us feel awful good, Louie. You make us feel awful good. So, uh, until next time, remember, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, y'all be good in jazz we trust.